Good evening, everybody. Hey, Ange. Hi, I'm freezing. You're freezing? I could never feel the feeling of cold again and be just fine with that. Like, to never be cold again. If, you, I, if there was a just... genie in a bottle and I got three wishes, one of them would definitely to never feel the feeling of cold, like freezing cold again. This is relative. What do you mean? Oh, freezing cold. Like, to the point of, like, chill bumps. Like, I never want to feel chill bumps because of being cold again. Just because I, of fear or sexual excitement. Chill bumps? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. somebody gave me chills because you blew on my neck or... Scared you. Scared me, but to be cold? Like, I don't want to be cold ever again. She doesn't want to be cold ever again. Period. Yes. The whole period thing. Period. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. It's weird. My other two wishes would to be <clears throat> to always have the money that I needed. I've, I've said that before. Like, I want to be able to put my hand in my pocket and, and be able to have exactly the amount of money that I need. Does that make sense? So I don't want to have, like, a crap ton of money and, like, buy all these crazy things. I just want, if I want something, I put my hand in my pocket, the exact change is there, the money is there. I don't have to worry about groceries. I don't have to worry about, you know, paying the house payment, the car payment. It's just going to be there. And then you want to earn the extravagant things. And then, like, yeah, right. right. Yeah. You still want to have to earn those things. Yes, because I want to stay humble. Um, and then my last one would be to, uh, for my whole family to always stay healthy. And then the third one would be to never be cold again. And then the fourth one would be because the genie is going to be nice to me. And he's going to say, it is your lucky day. You normally get three wishes, but today you get four. I would be to live at the beach. That's just a bonus. This is an, an addendum to my wishes. Your list is getting longer. It fours Are it. you going to leave a couple for me? No, it's it's for me. It's a genie for me. My genie in the bottle. It's not our. We don't share. I feel like something just fell on me. We don't share everything. We don't share genies in the bottle. You will benefit from everybody being healthy and having the exact amount of money mm. that you want. I like this. Um, but and you'll benefit from living at the beach. And yes, and you'll benefit from my genie in the bottle. Which is, what would your wishes be? Well, I'm trying to see, if I, are any of mine going to be as petty as yours? What's petty? Like the everybody thing, wanting to be healthy thing. and having the money? The, the, the temperature thing. The cold and living at the beach? That's I not mean, petty. What I That's would smart. do is I would have probably just be like, let's remove two inches so you can be more comfortable and I wouldn't be so uncomfortable. Oh, wow. With all this going on. Um, wow. I'm kidding. I mean, add two inches. No. Oh, wow. That was fun. Okay, I'm a sorry. Good thought. Thank you. I just I just thought of that when I'm up here all up in the heater. I, 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 you don't risk anything with that thing. What? With your with your uh, with your your private goods. You don't risk anything. You don't even trust a genie to enhance or change anything about it. You just you stay away from it. There's a genie in the bottle. Genie, It'll I It'll rub want... you the right way. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. No, Christina Aguilera is not the genie in the bottle. She just sings the song. Don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. I would the genie in the bottle come out and be like, I wish, first wish that you were hotter. Okay, now who's petty? How about that? Boom. Now who's petty? Okay. So one wish down. That's me and my wishes. That you would have a different size thingy? No, I don't. I don't know. And that that you wish the genie was hot. Look. You still got one more. True. So we'll keep those two for now. Really, I'm fine. I'm okay. 
You really don't need three wishes. You're that cocky. You don't need three wishes. Hey, let me tell you something. Save that wish for <laughs> someone else, Jeannie. I only need two. I'll be like, Jeannie, just wipe your ass with that wish. <gasps> Poof, she's gone. I'm kidding. He's gone. One, I would take I back the one making the Jeannie hotter. I would take that back. I would hope so. Because we all know genies are always hot. It's just how Genies are guys. Aren't, isn't the genie <coughs> that pops out in Aladdin not the in man? The, not in the black and white show I watched growing up. Oh. She was. But she didn't come out of a bottle. She did when she first got there. It's I think, on the cartoon beginning. Oh my gosh, that's so sad that you know that. <laughs> the poof was smoking and she goes. Bewitched? Is that what you're talking bewitched, about? Man. He even knows the dance. Bewitched. He even knows the dance. That's great. That's my girl. I'm so, I'm so glad you're here and you could clarify this. Back in the day. We used to lust to black and white. That's what we can tell our kids. We used to lust to black and white women that weren't even allowed to work out. <laughs> wow. Let alone did that. How do you know? They didn't work out back then. And they weren't really black and white. They were just on your screen black and white. But that's all I could see was black and white. I know. When I was little, I remember my, I asked my mom when color was invented because our TVs were black and white. For You know what I mean? When I was, <laughs> when I was younger. And I'm like, when, did, when was color invented? And she just laughed at me like I was cute. I was like, serious, because like the pictures that I would see in the in the photo books were black and white, and the shows were black and white. So I just thought color didn't come about until like I was a little bit later in life. This is what I love with folks. So she's so cute. Oh yeah, you're so pretty. Figured it out now. Thank somebody goodness. somebody used their wish for color in the world. They were like, could could we just get rid of this black and white? Could there be some bright, vibrant, <laughs> like I don't know what we would call them, like colors. And they'd be like, here's all the colors. Yellow, red, blue, purple, green. Um, when, as you're saying those colors, they're popping up over there in, in the bunch of straws. We, we have a bunch of straws on our table still. It's like we've been playing a game for months of let's see if we can keep these on here and not spill them off the table. Well, I feel like we're if, if there's turtle people out there, they'd be really mad at me. Like, I have taken a picture of these straws before because they're really kind of, they're, they're colorful. They're yellow, blue, pink, orange. Did Green? somebody give you crap for it? No, I, 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 I took this really cool picture of all the straws on our table one day. I was like, oh my gosh, Angie, you took a good picture. And I wanted to post it, but I didn't feel like getting shit. Like, save the turtles! You should be using metal straws! You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel like dealing with that. I hate to go conspiracy theory on you with this. I don't know what it is about that, but when stuff like that happens, there's something going on. Maybe. There's some agenda that we're not privy of. No, I think that they just know that the turtles are eating it and it's killing them. And we don't want turtles to be gone because I like turtles. Turtles probably are pretty important to the ecosystem. That might be part of it. I don't know there, I don't know that for a fact because I'm not a biologist. It sounded really good. Or a a turtle biologist. But I would say that, that, that they were put on this planet to serve a purpose. To be slow as I'll get out. They're very slow. Um, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to be a contributor of making animals extinct. But I, I, it looks I like, like my straws. Though. It looks like I am, and I do like my straws. I like to bite on things, and a straw is a perfect thing to chew on. It perfect. Went, yeah, because it's, it's not going to hurt your teeth. Hmm. It's it's pliable. Is that what I'm saying? Is that the word I'm looking for? Possibly. And you can leave your teeth imprint on it, and it's just, I don't know, it's just, I like to chew on them. Yes, you do. What I should do is just reuse the same straw and wash it over and over again. Now you're getting crazy. 
They're like 97 cents for 4 million. I'm not talking about the price. I'm talking about saving the totals. Oh, I was going to say, we get a whole lot more that we could just throw away. Listen. I'm way off track here. Don't we have to rely on our garbage set up to deal with it? Why aren't they worrying about the turtles? Well, where we live is... You know how much trash is killing animals? Where we live... In Charleston, West Virginia, it's not very easy to recycle. You have to go, like, above and beyond, and I'm just not the type of person who's going to go above and beyond. I'm just going to be honest. I should. I should contribute. But when we lived in Georgia, you had bins, and, like, you would have, you put your plastic here, you know what I mean, your metal here, whatever, and then you would put the bins out with the trash. Like, you didn't have to worry about... All your other states out taking there, it, it's called recycling. Taking it somewhere yourself. Right. Because I'm lazy. I'm they just going to put it out there. Trust. They, does nobody ever put it out? Yeah, I saw it come by the last two days. Where's our bins then? Where do you get them? You have to be responsible. No, I li- no when we moved. No. Here's what the lady told me when we moved back, because I did research it. Mm, look at this response. And I did. Lady right I, I did. Here. I said, where is the, what's the recycling? Oh, honey, we, we, re- we sort it all out at the, tra- at the, what they, they take care. She, what? So, so what you're saying is you open up my trash and you guys pick it out. That's bull crap. And she goes, you know how we don't really do, we don't really have anything recycling. Then why do you have a recycling truck that comes on a I different I don't know. Day? Maybe I needed to call a different place. I don't believe her. I think she's lazy. No, maybe I just need to call a different place. But she didn't refer me there. And again, I'm going to uh, go back to my references of that I'm lazy and I'm really not going to go out of my way to do this, which I should. Well, like but I'm just being day, honest. We've spent way too much time on garbage. I, I, I'm just being honest. I'm an honest person. Mm-hmm. You can call me what you want to call me. Yes, we But can. I'm not going to go above and beyond to recycle, but I know that I should. And sometimes when I think about it in more depth. When you're self-reflecting. I, it, it, it bothers me. But you know what? West Virginia, step up your recycling game and make it easy for us lazy people. I like, I like the way you handle things. I've got too much else going on. I'm lucky to get the trash out. Word. I don't take the trash out. This is true. You do. I take it. It's trash. a guy's job. Sexist. That I am. Again, honesty. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I mean, I, 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 we've talked about that before as well. There's to me. Get in the, in the kitchen, home, make me a sandwich. To and me, and no, not that. To me, in the home, there are certain chores that are more guys do, and certain chores that more ladies do. I do all the laundry. Put it away. You cut the grass. You take out the trash, mm-hmm. and you know, I generally take care of like. I turn on the TV. Right when I need to watch TV, which is not very That's right, which is very rare. I put up the Christmas lights. Um. Right. So there's and just you that. put up the decorations. Right, but not to say that I wouldn't take out the trash. Like, you weren't feeling good this week, and if I needed to take out the trash, I would if I didn't end up doing it because you did it still. I can't do it. You've been out of town and I've done it. Has nothing to do with whether you're capable or not is what you're saying. It has to do with how we've decided to define the roles in our household. Right. I'm not dependent on you to take the trash out. But you are dependent on me. But I'm somewhat dependent on you. And I'm somewhat dependent on you. But I could could do it. You could do it. Or I could delegate it, which is still the same as doing it. Right? It's just a smarter way to do it. If you don't do it and I'm like, the trash needs out, hey, Nate, take the trash out for me. Right? I still got it done. You got it done. Right. You did it. There we go. So, I mean, since you're so dependent on me, 
Can we talk about what we came here to talk about? I know, we did have a topic to talk about. Here I go. Oops. Oops. I did it again. Oh, boy. That's my Britney Spears impersonation. So we're 12 minutes in. I think that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Isn't that how she sounds? I want to see the moves. Heck no. I haven't had anything to drink. I don't dance unless I have something to drink. I'm just on the water. We on the water right now. Straight up water. What are we talking about? Uh, what is codependency? I thought I knew until we read this list last night. Listen, we're breaking off. We, we got interested because we thought we knew what codependency was. Right. And we looked up, this is just one list of traits, but there's some other ones that are a little different. There's one with a, with, with one side is healthy relationship. The other side is codependency relationship or codependent relationship. But after we got off the whole, what was the last one we did? Um, gaslighting. Gaslighting, yeah. We said codependent quite a bit but we both kind of got off there and was like you know what let's see if we even know what we're talking about and I, I mean we do to a degree but then it's like you start reading some of this stuff you're like whoa I've been there oh well, yeah especially like me, me. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know I think I'm way more codependent than you when we were reading this last, I, I agree I, I said agree I'm that. every one of these except one every one of them I'm not one list except for one thing Well, there's levels that you're these things, so I don't know that you're all of these things to a level where I would create an uh, issue. I don't know. Anyway, go for it. All right. The first thing on this codependency page, whatever it is, it says you focus on other people and their problems. Caretaking slash fixing slash advice giving Doing for others even when it negatively impacts your mental health, physical health, and finances, etc. Do I need to read that again? No. Why would you need to read it again? I, it, nothing ever sinks in for me until I've read it. Oh, four then read times. it again. No, I'm fine. If, if everybody got it. Maybe they didn't read it again. You focus on other people and their problems. Such as caretaking, fixing, advice giving, those type of things. Doing for others, even when it negatively impacts your mental health, physical health, finances, etc. Right. So you're kind of like a martyr? No, a martyr recognizes they're a martyr. They're, they're, this is like um, I think codependent. I, yeah, I think a martyr does it just... And then once you to be like, poor me, like, I, I do all this. And I think that's I'm, a martyr. There probably is a little bit of that with this. Well, I mean, I mean yeah. That's your reward I, system. If I, that's where you've trained yourself to feel, feel the dopamine rush, if that's what, how you've trained yourself to get off. I do that. You know, you're like, I did it. I didn't ask you to do it. And ask you to, you know, do whatever I ask you to do. But you did it, and I thought you liked doing it when you did it. And now you're wanting right. me to feel sorry for you. I think that's a doing? martyr, yeah. You know, that's, I have that in my life. I've had that in my life. And I'm not talking about in a relationship like ours. But, I mean, people in my life, which they make themselves a martyr. You know, they, yeah. they want people to look and say, oh, you did that. Why'd you do that? And, and my, you know what I say? Why'd you do that? Yeah. Nobody told you to do that. Right. Nobody asked you to do that. But I think... So don't but act like I, it but hurts when, you. when you're talking about codependent, though, isn't 
So off of the martyr thing, isn't isn't that like where they need that in their life? They need to be, they need to feel that way, right? You're talking about what I just read. Right. Yes. I think that's that's the problem is there's something that makes them want to focus on other people more so, like other people's problems. Right. Do you think sometimes that's so they don't to have to focus fault. on their own? Possibly, you know? or it's a dependency thing. They need to be needed. So yeah. they'll sacrifice, maybe they'll sacrifice their health, their mental health, but all, all that they're, they're sacrificing that to get a reward, which to them is a big reward, which is not worth it at all to anybody with the right mind. And that reward is needed. You're needed. Oh, I need to be needed. We know this. Right. I mean, so you'll sacrifice. You might sacrifice your health, right, to be needed. You might take appointments too early in the morning and you don't get enough sleep. Right. But you like to be needed. And I don't know know if it really applies as much to work. I don't think it's, like, for you, you seem to be pretty, like, stringent about your schedule and stuff with work. I don't think that's where... I think it's more people that for you it's if they're if they're really in a bad place. I I I, I and yeah. Hopeless. I mean and I, then you're a sucker. I am. You know what I'm saying? I am. And you'll sacrifice a lot to help somebody like that instead of protecting yourself. Right. Which is dangerous in I, so many ways. So that's where codependency can go wrong. I understand that. But I am guilty of that. Like every day I drive by and there's all those homeless people laying around if I if if and it makes me sad. And and if I thought I could do something to help, I mean, I would. I mean, I like, there's been many times I've almost stopped. And I just want to, like, stop and just kneel down by him and say, what's up? Like, what what do you, like, what is going, like, you know what I mean? Because what's, what's going on? Like, I just think they need help. And it makes me sad. They do need help. That's not the section of homeless people you mess with, though. I'm just going to tell you. I mean, whatever. That's an area where that's that's not the. That's good what ones. they say. Uh, yeah, that's okay. The, that's so, what they say. The freaking police. Who? What police said that to you? I need to know. You don't need to know anything. But because you're lying. No police said that to you. Listen. No police. You Jeff, don't want to. Right. Here's what happens. You don't. Jeff, call, I don't get my sources police, up. I don't police. sell my police don't, boys don't, out. Don't tell. Who? Jimmy and Sergeant John. Oh, whatever. They don't exist. You heard from somebody that's probably spreading rumors. Oh, those are the bad homeless people. Those Why are dangerous. Somebody, what are you talking about? Because there's people are good, like that. They've all got mental problems. You just problems. said there's no good homeless what? people. You're being no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm you did too. That. That's what you said, you butthole. There's a lot. They're all good. What I mean is, like, you've got to protect yourself. I, I understand because that. Because they have problems that you can't I, Trust fix. me. I know. One of them asked me once not there if I'd wanted to sit on his lap. Not that home. And you did. Home. Well, yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> She's like, gosh, it feels good to be needed. Anyway, circling back. Um, yes, I do feel like I have that one. Go ahead. Read it in the next one. Sorry. Jeff's struggling with strep throat right now. He's coming. He's, he's, oh, shoot. I've got time. You got to take your medicine? I do. Um, He's coming on. He's, he's feeling better, but, you know. I, like the, he's like, got this I don't know what it is. There's this tickle in my throat. But um, let's go to the next one. Okay. We're, we're gonna, we're, this is going to go forever and ever. All right. You're extremely self-critical. Oh, God. There you go. 
So codependency. Yes. You're extremely self-critical. I think a lot of people are extremely self-critical. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm beyond self-critical. I think, like you said, I think a lot of people are. I mean, I think most people at some point are self-critical, right? You go through moments in time where you're self-critical. We're all, I think humans are self-critical. Yeah. Or delusional. If we, they're not self-critical, they're just delusional. Like thinking there's nothing wrong with them? Yes. So cocky. Cocky, delusional. Like there is something wrong with every one of us. Well, sure there is. There's a lot. Some of us recognize it and some of us don't. But there's some of us think there's. But some of us think there's way more wrong with us than really are. Like you're really overcritical of yourself and you overpick at things and you don't think you're good enough at anything. And I agree. Is. I'm not to that extent, I guess. No, but no, no. You're you're confident. You're I'm confident. I'm confident, lady. but I am you, self-critical. You're just self-critical in yeah. some areas. I used to be way more. You did. You feel responsible for everyone and everything. Pretty much. <clears throat> so that there's a sprinkle of everything in here. I mean, it's, this could relate to almost anybody. Almost, yeah. But, I mean, I think <clears throat> a lot of these, I try to tie it to relationships. And when I mean that, I'm talking romantic. Because you've always heard of that, the codependent relationship. But oh, it, yeah. it could it could be a mother and children. Oh, Yes. Because I think Brooke and I have that relationship. I think I think there's mothers that have it with all of their children. It's like the the codependent they're they're because your world becomes Yeah. Being a mother but, and then they leave and you but, have problems. But you know what though? I, I agree with that, but that I don't because like just using our kids as an example, I'm not codependent with Maddie and she's not with me. She now she calls me and needs things. I don't think needing something from some somebody is codependent. But she doesn't thrive on me helping her, and I don't thrive on her needing me. With Brooke, I with Brooke and I, we but we have we definitely have a codependent relationship. If she one day all of a sudden didn't need me as much, it would be like I would be lost because for, from day one it's been like that. She needs me for everything. She wants me for everything. So then you get you know you kind of get on. You know what I mean? Like all of her relationships, she tells me about all of her fights, everything that like I, if she sneezes at school, she calls me and tells me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I get used to that, like in trying to fix everything and trying to be, you know, I don't try to fix everything, but like being there for everything. But I mean, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, especially if I mean, it is it's unhealthy to an extent if you are hindering your children from learning, which I think I do a pretty good balance of like. Okay, Brooke, I'm going to help you with it. Like the situation, we had a situation that just happened at school. I had to be up there because it got out of hand, right? But she handled it first. She made the first step in that situation. So I was proud of her for that. So I, we must be doing something right. I must not be damaging her too much or she would have not even been able to take that first step with, step without me. Now, I was on the other end of the phone helping. Speaking of the devil, look who just texted me. I swear. Yeah, she probably just Brooke just texted me twice. or something. She probably <clears throat> did. But... I don't know how much of an unhealthy codependent relation. I think there's, you can't, you might not be able to jump in with parents and kids at at your level because you've got to be there. So I don't know. I think it could hurt you. I don't think it'll hurt her as bad later. Right. Because they, their life, their life cycle, they, things change. Right. You know, um, but yeah, you're right. She's strong. That you guys got a lot in common. Right. Real similar. Well, we do, but I mean, it's, it's definitely, if I'm comparing all the kids, we definitely have that 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 relationship. You know what I mean? Anyway, you can move on. Sorry. 
you experience high levels of guilt and shame. <clears throat> yes. What's shame. Well, shame can be, you know, and that shame can be really anything. I mean, Shame's strong. Sh- shame is a strong word. Guilt is strong, and I think that they're similar, right? Shame. And guilt. I think shame uh, I think... is more on a, like people in society would be disappointed in me if they know what I did. I'm just saying hypothetical. I'm not saying I did anything. I'm just saying like if society and people knew that I made whatever mistake, that's shame. Like you feel shame. You like, feel okay. shame. But, that, but yeah. guilt is just within you. Like I, I actually feel guilty for this. Oh, that's true. Shame is more public. It's something that maybe you wouldn't even feel. Somebody might not even feel guilty about what they did. Right, but they could be shame. They could right, feel like shame you, because you might, because I think that's that's good because I've never really paid attention to the details or the definitions. But if you think about it, yeah, I mean, well, because if like back in the day, like when when we're such a society that's so shallow, just freaking, well, probably still, but not many years ago, where where you know being a homosexual, right, you could be shamed, right. By but society, and I'm I'm sure you could feel guilt too if if you're in the wrong circumstance. But you know there are many many people that were homosexual that had supportive loving parents, but then they got shamed by, by society, school, or in their peer groups, right? Or by society, which is awful. So well, I think when I thought the reason I thought of that definite or thought of that example is because I I immediately went back to um, Game of Thrones. Shame. When she was walking, shame, shame, shame. 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 That, you know what I'm saying? It was good. And she, she didn't feel guilty, really. I don't think for what she did, because what was she doing? Sleeping with her brother? It was incest, right? Is that what she was shamed for, or am I wrong? That's good enough for me. I think that's what it was. This is where we need Chaz. We need to find I'm a friend. Pre- I'm pretty sure that's okay, what but, it was. But whatever it was, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Or was it that she had? No, I think that's what it was. Anyway. I don't think she really felt guilty for that. No, she's in love with him. Right. But she's being shamed, so she probably felt shame. You know what I'm saying? I don't oh, know. she felt I, humiliated because your whole reputation no, gets slammed. I am no right? psychologist, so I do not know. Well, the guilt part, like you said, that's something that we all, I think, hold. We all have guilt over something, I think, unless you free yourself from it. Right. But you can be the only one to know. There's people living with things that oh nobody else in their life knows about. 100%. Right? Yes. The person who's had, like, messed up or done something wrong and somehow got away with it. Right. And has to live with guilt and maybe has that guilt. Yep. There's no, they're not getting shamed. But, I mean, I think there's a, that could be a very private thing that's almost torture. Oh, yeah. It would be a relief to take that walk That's and be shamed and then just to be thrown in the sun. Just go, be done, yeah. Okay, I took it. I'm yep. good. Yeah. You yeah. know, I was that way as a kid. I mean, I would almost rather, because my mom was really good with guilt to guide us, and and, uh, and I guess it would just simply be to manipulate yeah. how, we, how we acted um, with guilt, and it worked really well. Um, Did it, though? It doesn't now. It did then. Yeah. Absolutely, for the purposes she had in mind. I'm not saying she's a bad parent. She's amazing. She's oh, the best yeah. mom I could ever have. I mean, I think she's grace, one of the greatest people right. walking this earth. And I'm just saying, she. that's the thing you look back as a parent when you get to our age. You know, I've told her that recently. You know, you think you know what's going on until you get to about our age. Yeah. And you start seeing the way. Th- uh-huh. And you go, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. You, you 
you know what? I'm doing what I'm doing, and I'm trying as hard as I can to be the best that I can be, and I know I'm screwing things yeah. up, and I won't find out about it till later. Right. You know, and trying to assure, you know, you try to assure, you didn't screw up. You were pure in everything you did for me. Right. You know, so when I say that she used guilt, to her at the time, it was probably very good technique. Probably. And it was, it was well used. Problem is now is I'm very resistant to guilt. Mm-hmm. Right. If somebody comes in and they try to guilt me. Yeah. Even if I'm wrong, I'm like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna guilt me. Right. Let's just talk about it. But you're not gonna make me feel bad. I've got to feel bad. Yeah. I've got to feel bad. Right. On my own. Anyway. So I don't know. Jump off the guilt wagon. <laughs> in the shame wagon. You absorb other people's feelings. Yeah. And what we may have to do on this, like, because it's long, and I want to do the other the relationship one too. We may have to split this podcast yeah, we up. Will. Maybe do another ten minutes or something. Yeah. Five, whatever. Yeah. Since you took over the first. Well, I'm half sorry. It was important. I agree. Very important. Right. You it, absorbing people's feelings is huge. I I'm guilty of that as well. I absorb my kids' feelings so bad. Like if they're hurt. You know, emotionally, it brings me down so bad. This would be a really good um, poll for the for the for Instagram. Do you absorb other people? Do you do you absorb your kids' feelings? Ooh, do you I might absorb do that. your spouse's feelings? Because I will absorb your feelings. Yeah, I do too. It will bring me to low if you're in a bad place. Yeah, and it's it's terrible. You know, sometimes I feel guilty because I'm like, she. Uh, if you're down, it just and I need to be up. Right. right. Yeah. But it's like if I am up, it's because I'm giving myself a pep talk that I got to be up because it makes me sick to my stomach to see you not happy. Yeah. So is that a good thing? It should be, but it's not healthy. Right. 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 It should be a good thing, but but that's the way we look at things in, yeah. in America and probably everywhere. Is that oh, if you suffer with the person, then you really care about them. Yeah. Well, not always. That reminds me. I I ran across a quote, and maybe I'll post this too. I think it has to do with it. Um, it says. It says, it's like, well, this is not really that kind of the same thing. But it kind of is. It says, it's like no one in my family appreciates that I stay up all night overthinking for them. Signed, <laughs> signed, mo- signed mom. You know what I mean? So you, it's kind of the same thing. So, like, you know, if I'm sitting, if, you know, if Brooke comes to me with a problem. There's you know, the martyr. She, she, she goes, yeah. She goes to sleep, and like, I'm sitting up thinking about it all night, and she's probably, like, okay, already done over, done with it. But now I'm overthinking what she's brought to me. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we... That's interesting because we... You know, it's funny how we program our brains because I've done that with you. Yeah. I did it today. I did it today. Today. (laughs) Expectations is everything, right? Oh. So you build... Absolutely. you, You build in your head the way you feel like someone should react or... Yeah. ...treat you. Right. Because of like that. Like... Well, I've been worried about this about him and thinking about him this way, and I, you know, and you're like, why don't you tell me? Yeah. But regardless of the way I thought about, I mean, it's unfair to pile those things up in your in your mind, right? And then unload them on somebody when they don't fo- follow through with something they didn't even know existed. Well, yeah, it's because like you they said, should because they love you. It's That's expectations, the way, yeah. Right. Then you give them, make them feel guilty on top of not doing it, right? Because they should have known. 
Right. Because if they loved you enough, they would have known they needed to do this. Right. Right? Well, there's there's more to life than just that. There's a whole lot of other things. Oh, yeah. Unless you're like upper 30s with no family and no wife and no or no husband and no life and then you just you don't have to worry about anything yeah but I mean in your world that's not fair no yeah. most worlds it's not fair um you're a people pleaser afraid of dif- disappointing or upsetting others yeah that's that's hit that one hits home. see I'm telling you I was extremely bad at that I'm not as bad now. You're way better at it. I used to be horrible at that, and it was because I think that's how I was built. Yeah. I was. Re- it was reinforced in me to always make everybody happy. Yeah. And to be a be this light everywhere I went, and and to fix everything, and if I wasn't feeling good, and I wasn't feeling, you just you keep that smile up. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Don't ever show somebody you're, you're feeling bad, you know? I mean, that's not really necessarily good, you know what I mean? Because that makes you come across as, I don't like that. Like, I want my kids to be able to let people know how they feel. Well, that's, that's I mean, if you're mad, I'm guess what? If you didn't get the tone, I mean, you're mad. It's, my point is, is there's a way to handle yourself respect, respectfully. Well, sure, yeah. But, I mean, you can't always be on it wears you it, down. And it makes you come across like you think that you're, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. I, you know, there's just something's not right. I don't, I don't know. I, but then you have people like me who I wear my heart on my sleeve. I mean, like, you're going to pretty much know. I mean, I, I do try to keep it toned. I mean, I do put on a face, you know, when I'm working and stuff. But if you know me on a personal level and I'm not at work, like, I try to be as up as I can at work because my job requires that. But, you know, I have some clients that are friends of mine, you know what I mean? Like, my, and that, that sometimes I can let, my guard down and they, they see who I, you know, what, what's really going on. Cause I open up to them. But if you know me on a personal level, you'll, you'll be able to see walking down the street. Oh, she, she's not feeling it today. You know what I mean? Cause that's right. just how I am. But I would much rather have somebody elude. So you really know how somebody feels. Cause if you, if you are around somebody who's always happy, always up, always smiling, always this, yes, it's, it might be great. But then you're like, you don't ever know if they're really happy or those are the kind of people who probably, I don't know, like, behind closed doors just lose it all the time because they can't be real outside. It's possible. I don't know. I'm, I could be way off, but... It's possible they saying. can have it figured out. I think there's... I Nobody has it figured out, okay? <laughs> nobody has it all figured out. If you have it all figured out... We'd like to have you on the podcast. You don't have it all figured out. Listen. I am. I'm listening. No, I'm not going to get sarcastic. Uh, you have trouble setting boundaries and being assertive. Hmm. So I guess you have trouble setting boundaries and, and being assertive, meaning taking charge, right? Oh, I don't have any problems with that. You definitely don't have trouble with that. I think, though, if you What do you think, mean by that? You're bossy. <laughs> you're bossy. You throw your weight around. You call me fat? You're big, big bootied. Oh, my gosh. We'll go with that. You're not fat at all. Listen. You don't have any problem there. But boundaries, I think that people... I think that people that have problems or you know they have problems or they need a lot of help, 
you care for them so much that you will move the boundaries. You'll move the boundaries a little differently out of the way than you would for maybe someone else that didn't have those same troubles. I agree. And I'm not saying that maybe that's not something that needs to be done. But I think being able to set boundaries and understand what you're doing is pretty important to the health of that person that you're trying to help. Too. Right. I do have so. I have a boundaries issue and probably too. Gosh, I need help. So this whole podcast is how Angie needs No, I don't counseling. think I, see I don't. I think I like the people say they're unhealthy, but I think we're very healthy. The weird thing is is I would never put the label codependent on you. I wouldn't have either until I read this because list. Because all of the codependent parts are for your kids or for something else. They're not for me. Like our relationship, I don't feel that codependent. I don't. But we but we already established that you could have a codependent relationship with your kids or with your spouse or with anybody. Right. I I'm just is trying to point this in the direction of a like a romantic. That's where it gets. Oh. There's, I think with your kids, there's a there's a set authority. Like there, you're the authority. Okay, so. It's there. The dynamic doesn't get as dangerous, and I'm kind of talking as I'm thinking. I think it does. Hear me out. Okay. Basically, you're said, in. Shut up, no, you're in charge with the kids, okay? But if you and me have these issues going on, if we have a codependent relationship, and we're equal, or even if we're not equal, I think I'm more valuable than you. The relationship because I'm the man or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. you know, then we could have some problems. No, that's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just think that when I looked at this list, it really opened my eyes to a lot of things and a lot of things that I want to change. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like all these things. No. I really don't. Some of them are okay to be like that, but I really don't, and I need to fix them. I just don't know how. Well, you know, you can't just be like, okay, so I'm not going to do it anymore. Well, that's what's funny too, and that's what that's what we've even joked around about the podcast about that. You you give everybody the benefit of the doubt, and I have to tell you, they they have ulterior motives. There's been times where I've told you this. Yeah, I know he's he hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't crossed the line yet. And I know that he's giving you this story, right? This. Right. And that's fine. And I know he's married, so of course not. He's not interested. But then all of a sudden you're like, you were right. I know. Because eventually he takes that shot. Because you're super nice. I'm not saying you're asking for it. We used to be able to say that back in the 80s and 90s. She's begging for it. Just because I'm say that nice? Anymore. Just because I'm nice and I talk to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, you're begging for No, I'm kidding. Oh it's a joke. Gosh. I was going with the joke. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> we, the forgot, joke. we forgot the laugh track. That's politically incorrect now. Like, you know how people used to say, ah, look how she is dressed. She is begging for it. Yeah. You know, that's you BS to me, too, but it's funny to joke. Right. Maybe it's not. Anyway, all I'm saying is you have a big heart. And those things we're reading, they make you open yourself up. I understand that. Because you care about people. Right. And you like to be needed. Right. And that's the main thing, is if you didn't like to be needed, you'd been like, you know what? 
you're not paying me. Like I don't, I don't have time for this. I don't emotionally. I don't. I don't need to talk to you about I, losing twelve pounds. I understand. I understand. You know what I mean. So that's that's probably where you run into issues. And I, I mean, all of us do. So you want me to walk around being a cold-hearted bitch? Not at all. Not at all. I'll just walk around with my headphones on all the time because apparently I've been told that I'm unapproachable when I have my headphones on. I was told that recently, and that's why I posted that picture today. Apparently. So that's I'll just, because you get in the zone. I do get in the zone in the gym. I do. No, like I've always told you, be you, but just when you... Tone it down a little bit, Angie. Nope, I didn't even say tone it down. I said be you. There's a but. But just don't trust everybody. Oh. Yeah, I'm bad at that, too. Be a little cynical, maybe. I hate cynical people. No, not... Or they okay, skeptical is what I meant. I didn't mean cynical. I meant skeptical. Oh. Sorry, use the wrong word. Be skeptical. When people when people are saying things to you that don't add up all the way, don't instead of making excuses for them. Yeah. Then be like, wait a minute, this this doesn't really add up. Or not. Whatever. I I got you. See where it goes. It could be a roller coaster. It could be a lot of fun. Record it. Uh, Chill uh, lapel mic. Perfect. I will. I'll do it. I'm done here. <laughs> We're done. We'll, we'll do part two of this because we've still got several left. Uh, Angie needs counseling. So. Apparently. I no, don't. nobody said that. <laughs> you should see the look he's giving me right now. <laughs> wow. Hey, look. Look. look I think. Spo- we- spoiler alert. This comes from a guy who thinks that every person on the planet should get counseling. I have a mother, a sister-in-law, a sister. They're all psychologists and counselors. So I would say, yeah, let's all get counseling, and we'd probably be a lot better off. Would we? Maybe. No, it depends on who you get, right? It depends. Never, I've never been. Well, I was. I, I went a long time ago when I was a teenager, but... That didn't last very long, obviously. Obviously, they didn't keep in there long. You know what? Goodbye. Goodbye. Good night, all.